Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that proves it's never too late to make history. I'm Gabe Lusier, and today we're talking about the time when a group of Oregon residents paid a long overdue bill for tea that had been thrown into a harbor nearly 200 years earlier. The day was October 19th, 1961. A London tea company accepted a check for $1.96 as partial compensation for the Boston Tea Parties. The money was collected from 17 residents of Jackson County, Oregon, and handed over to a representative of the Davison Newman Tea Firm. The company was one of several British tea merchants whose goods were thrown into the Boston Harbor during the American Revolution. At the time, the company's founders had sought restitution from King George III for 480 pounds, but their request went ignored and they never recovered the damages. 187 years later, that injustice still didn't sit right with the residents of one Oregon county, and they decided to do their small part to make things right at last. After adjusting for inflation, they determined that Davison Newman were owed $4,966 for the long-lost shipment. They divided that figure by the then-current population of the United States, and then calculated the proportionate share of Jackson County residents. That sum only amounted to $1.96, but the company appreciated the gesture all the same. 
Leslie Simons, the then-current director of the Davison Newman Tea Company, said, quote, The government never gave us a peep. Bostonians simply smiled. But Jackson County, oh, they are fine folk. The first and most famous Boston Tea Party took place on December 16, 1773, in Boston Harbor. That night, under the cover of darkness, a group of 60 or so colonists disguised themselves as Mohawk Indians and sneaked aboard three British tea ships. These Sons of Liberty, as they called themselves, used axes to smash open 342 wooden tea chests, property of the British East India Company. They then proceeded to hurl that tea overboard, all 46 tons of it. Contrary to popular belief, the Sons of Liberty's midnight raid was not a protest of a high tax on tea. In fact, just the opposite. The British government had tried to prop up the floundering East India Company by granting it a monopoly on the American tea trade. But when Dutch traders began to smuggle in tea at a lower price, Parliament responded by passing the Tea Act of 1773. That bill greatly reduced the tax on tea paid by the East India Company, allowing it to undercut its competitors' prices and effectively reclaim its monopoly. The bill also empowered the East India Company to sell tea directly in the American colonies, cutting out the colonial merchants who had previously acted as distributors. That loss in revenue wasn't taken too kindly, and the Tea Act became yet another example of the British government overreaching its authority. The colonists' anger came to a head with the Boston Tea Party on December 16th, but it didn't stop there. In the months that followed, many other seaports held tea parties of their own, and on March 7, 1774, Boston staged its second such event. It was on that occasion that 16 chests of fine tea belonging to the Davison Newman Company were broken open and thrown into the waters of Boston Harbor. The company's founders, Monkhouse Davison and Abraham Newman, kept scrupulous records of every shipment they made. They presented that evidence to George III and asked to be reimbursed for the 480-pound loss of their tea, but the Crown declined to pay. The firm lost hundreds more cases of tea and other such incidents, but the appeals for those claims were similarly rejected. And so it went for seven generations of the company, until 1961, when a Jackson County delegation decided to make amends. The campaign was spearheaded by a Mrs. Burt Free, and was endorsed by the mayor of Medford, the largest city in Jackson County, Oregon. On October 19, 1961, Mrs. Free presented a check for $1.96 to Leslie Simons, the director and spokesperson of Davison Newman. The money was accompanied by a letter of explanation from Medford Mayor J.W. Snyder. In his note, Snyder apologized for the behavior of his East Coast ancestors, saying that in those days, the region, quote, could hardly be considered civilized. He added that the people of Jackson County, on the other hand, were, quote, highly civilized and willing to pay up. For his part, Leslie Simons hoped the gesture would inspire other Americans to finally pony up for the Sons of Liberty's bill. In a public statement, he said, quote, We are very grateful to the good people of Jackson County. Now we are waiting to hear from the rest of Oregon's counties and from the other 49 states. Davison Newman and company never received another direct payment from the public. 
but the company continued to operate for the rest of the 20th century and even into the 21st. For many decades, it stayed in business by selling only a single brand, a blend of Salon and Darjeeling teas from India, which the company dubbed Boston Harbor Tea. So even though the company only received a small symbolic form of restitution from one county in Oregon, it made a small fortune by cashing in on the notoriety of the Boston Tea Parties. Doing so required a bit of creativity, though, as you can't legally register the name Boston Harbor as a brand. The solution, according to Leslie Simons, was to bastardize it by making a sound-alike name. Hence, if you track down a bag of Davis & Newman's now-discontinued tea, you'll find the official registered name printed in small letters beneath the words Boston Harbor Tea. It's spelled B-A-W-S-T-O-N-A-B-A. Or as the locals might say, Boston Abba. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, or you want to tell me how bad my fake Boston accent was, you can send that my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.